guys, welcome to a special night of Homeland where we're covering episode five. So what was the aftermath of the bomb last week and what does Casas Belly mean? Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> so always, we always we always wanted to open up with the uh, the Homeland theme music, and I never know how to react to it. <laughs> it's a smooth jazz sound that gets you in the mood. I guess gets you in the mood for espionage. Okay, so welcome, hey guys, on a special hey. night where we're covering Homeland episode five. Um, I'm your co-host Rick Hong, and you can find me at Rick Hong, and uh, I'm with the lovely Leslie. Yes, yes, I am Leslie Carell. You can find me at Leslita Face on Twitter and Instagram. I love hearing your thoughts about the show, especially this episode. I'm so excited. Okay, so one thing that I wanted to address that happened last week uh, that we kind of missed, and uh, I thank all you guys that are watching to kind of let us know, like, hey, you missed something. And uh, the way that I looked at that is uh, basically missed that. Quinn follows the... Um, the stalker suspect man across the street. Yeah, and he plants a bomb conveniently in Seiku's van, and I think that's one of the reasons why I missed it, because I always thought it was a little too convenient. Um, but, uh, okay, so it went, it went boom. I'm just excited that people pointed it out, because I feel like, you know, I'm watching it just as a fan, just as everyone else. I don't see every little thing. Or maybe just, you know, sometimes I just don't make the connection, and maybe I blinked and I didn't realize it was the same dude. But I love hearing from fans, tell us if we missed something. I like it. And then it makes me just think, oh, my gosh, and now it could be this and this and that. And it just gets my brain functioning again. Yeah, I'm it's, 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 it's cool. great to have conversation, so we, we really, really appreciate it. Absolutely. All right, so, um, okay, so it, it opens up tonight. Quite and, a uh, lot. And it's, Quite a lot. Yeah, and so, yes. we, so we see the episode open up with, um, if you guys ever watch the show Medium, the actor Jake Weber plays this guy named Elliot O'Keefe, and he's going on a big rant about the... Uh, you know, the explosion and mm-hmm. how he doesn't, you know, doesn't like the president-elect yeah. and how could this happen. And um, Very, you know, Rush Limbaugh, alt-right, you know, Alex Jones feeling, a lot of passion. He sounds so crazy that he almost doesn't sound so crazy. And, you know, it, that in itself feels disturbing and it feels very real life. And I don't know. What did you think? You know, it reminded me of when... 9-11 happened, and uh, Dan Rather, it's a 180, though, Dan Rather got up there, and, you know, he, you know, he cried, he was, or like, he was almost crying on air about what had happened, so it's, it's a 180 from what mm-hmm. Elliot O'Keefe was doing, but it's an interesting way to start the show, and, of course, I'm interested to see how Elliot O'Keefe, or Jake Weber, the actor, plays out, you know, for maybe the next couple episodes, um, so... And, I mean, that kind of continues on throughout the whole episode, um, and you see how it eventually sort of takes weight on the president-elect, but, and, and we'll get to that, but it was definitely a powerful way to start. Yeah, and so, I mean, so now, you know, of course, after something like this happens, uh, you know, we see, you know, them, like, carrying president-elect Keene off to safety, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, we find out that the body count is, luckily, there's only two dead, half a dozen hurt, and, you know, they were saying it's only because that... Uh, it happened it was, during weird hours where nobody was driving. Um Got to say right off the bat, it sucks because obviously, you know, we know as viewers that things weren't 
you know, as they seem, it wasn't exactly just, oh, this guy blew a bomb. Um, but at the same time, you know, I almost, I'm going to sound a little bit like the Joker in The Dark Knight, where <laughs> it's like, okay, two people died, very, very sad, but... More people die in regular car accidents. And it's kind of crazy. And I feel like the show highlights like this this huge reaction that comes when something is labeled a terrorist act. Hmm. You know what I mean? Sure. Like um, if if it would have just been a regular car accident and two people died. And, and and I think you see that with the extreme with the, you know, talk radio host who's just going on this angry rant about like as soon as you hear that, it like it sends you into a different Tailspin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, start, it starts a mood. It starts a certain yes, mood. Yes, when you actually look at just like you very in a very utilitarianism way, utilitarianism way, it's just two people who died. I don't know, and I'm not saying it's it. You ought to not react. Maybe you should. I mean, but at the same time, I I, I just kept thinking about that. Like it was like they made it a point to say it was just two people. It was just um, you know at a certain hour the body count was low, the damage was low, but yet. We obviously saw in this episode how huge the response was. Yeah, I think it's because it's New York, you know, like this, you know, uh, New York, you know, being a main target sometimes because of 9-11 and then, you know, in Boston with the marathon. And obviously whoever set this up knew what the triggers were. And it's it's just kind of I feel like it says a lot about society, how it's like deaths in other contexts don't seem to matter as much. So, I mean, so with that, then we started we start into kind of the conspiracy of what's going on with President-elect Keen. And so they, they, they like, you know, they put her in a helicopter and say bye-bye. Mm-hmm. But then the chief of staff, Rob, yeah. is not going with her. The whole thing was suspect from the beginning. Um, and it sucks because by the end of the episode, it makes her look bad because from the um, view of America, it seems like she was hiding, or at least from some people. Um, they gave her no communication. She couldn't even contact, like, her close advisors. She couldn't even get a working TV. Yeah, I thought thought that was pretty funny. elect I I don't know. The whole thing just reeked. Like, (laughs) I was just like, "Uh uh-uh, what's happening? I feel like she felt uncomfortable, which is odd. She's arguably, in the show, going to be the most powerful person in the world. And she was powerless in the situation. It was bizarre. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, I mean, so, like, okay, so we cut from there to, so, like, they isolate the president, and now we kind of cut in on, um, you know, we go to, we go to, like, you know, mm-hmm. nice home scene, a kind, kind of a home scene, you know, like, Carrie's with Franny, Quinn's there, yeah. you know, and clearly, like, Quinn is, you know, taking effect into Franny's, like, life. Yeah. You know, she asks him, you know, or she asks her mom, you know, is Quinn safe? Yeah, it was cute. I... Everyone knows I'm a huge Carrie and Quinn shipper. That little morning scene was everything. I loved it. It was so cute. It was just like, it lasted very short. But it was just like a little minute of like domestic bliss of like, oh, look, they could be a cute little family. And Franny cares about him. And he clearly cares about them. Um, I think it was cute. Um, how old is Franny? I feel like every time I see her, she looks bigger. That I kept thinking about that this you know, episode. It's funny. At certain points, she gets I almost, fast. I almost was thinking, I was like, is she a different actress? You know, just I was thinking, you know, just I mean, clearly she's not. But you're right. There were in a terms couple of, of times this episode where someone's carrying her, and she just looks like way longer and taller. I don't know. That's just a side note. But I, that was in my head when I was watching this. I was like, oh, Franny, are you growing? Or maybe you're right. Maybe it's a completely different person. Yeah. So then, and so then next we see. Um, you know, Retta calls Carrie, or mm-hmm. Retta, like Retta and Carrie have a conversation, you know, and uh, it's all about, 
you know, Seku. Yes. And you know what I kind of found so interesting was that at the end of it, she was like, oh, well, I still want to take Franny to school like a normal day. And he's like, um, the city is shut down. What are you even? And I remember, like, in some instances where you think, oh, not necessarily with 9-11. I was very young when that happened. But I know people who have told me stories of, like, when they initially heard about it, they were just like, oh, well, I have to get to the train quickly if I'm going to make it to work or I need to get this. When something like that happens, you don't even realize the scope. And it just seemed Carrie, who, in my opinion, always seems smart and on top of things. And that second seemed so foolish. Like, oh, I'm still going to take Franny to school like a normal day. And it's like, yeah, mm, that, no, this no, no, is going to yeah. be the farthest from. That was just something in my head that I found, like, it stuck out. Like, she, that one comment she said. Yeah, yeah, you know what? That that is an interesting piece of writing for sure. Considering she's always been like networked in, and she knows yeah. when this or that it made happens. Her seem very like a normal mom instead of like an ex super spy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, which goes along with the fact yeah. that she's kind of been out of the out of the biz to say yeah. or her biz business to yeah. That's true. And you know, so then you know, Reddit like kind of clues Carrie in to saying there. You know, she's like, how can this be? You know, she's like, they they already know that it's him, and he's like saying, hey, you know, there's there's, there's yeah. security cam footage. You need to get to his you know to the parents' house now because the FBI is there probably already interrogating. Yeah. You know, his sister Simone mm-hmm. and his mother. Yes. Um, which they were. Yeah. Um, so she gets there, and, um... She bumps into Conlon. <laughs> Agent Conlon. Oh, my gosh. This guy is so annoying. He, like, is like, you better tell me right now who gave you this, who they... And I'm, like, just looking at the screen, like, she's not going to tell you anything. Like, do you really expect her to just be like, yeah, let me tell you. But then here's... <sighs> but in that scene, too, then here, all of a sudden, you know, I was watching it, and I kept thinking, okay, now here's what... When Carrie does... What Carrie does is where something's biting her in the ass. You know, here's the start of, you know, of, like, you know, like, hey, I did something that I wasn't supposed to do, the channels, you know, whatever, yeah. to get the win, mm-hmm. and now it's coming back to me. I mean, I mean, obviously, but I... This whole thing clearly was just set up from the beginning, and you're right... This all ended up biting her in the butt, but at the same time, I had I been in Carrie's shoes, being Carrie, I feel like I just I still would have gone that way. Like, what's the alternative? Letting what she you know believed was an innocent boy go to jail. So I mean, I still, yeah, it's like, oh, Carrie, that sucks that you went this way. But at the same time, I was like, well, yeah, what else was she supposed to do? Yeah, and she went clearly. She didn't have the foresight to sit there and think to put you know like this thing is going to turn into a bigger yeah a bigger situation. Yeah. So and at the end, and neither did we. <laughs> clearly, like I don't know if you guys did, but I, I had no idea. I didn't so. see that coming, and I didn't realize how intricate this conspiracy. I mean, we'll get to it. I'm gonna before this episode's over. I I feel like I became a conspiracy theorist. Like everybody yeah. in the episode, just I feel like everyone's shady. Everyone is in on it. It seems I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and that's and I think that's what we talked about with like yeah. Jake, like Jake Weber opening up the episode. It's just like just already just stirring Putting emotions. That in our heads. Yeah, stirring emotions. Um, so you know, so then we then we go back to something like lovely again, and we actually see Franny and Quinn mm-hmm. hanging out. Mm-hmm. You know, she's playing a little game on the stairs, and she's talking about her adventures bunny. and babysitting. Yeah, for she's talking Quinn. about her bunny. But then you know, out of nowhere. It goes crazy. Yeah, it goes the, crazy. You know, the reporters of course, come. Yeah, and what happened? What happens in a crisis? Or you know, as, as they say, if it bleeds, it leads. Yeah, and it was very aggressive. It escalated really quickly. It starts with one reporter, one photographer, and then they swarm. They start knocking his back door, and immediately it was like, "Whoa! How do people know? Yeah, how did you get that information? Really fast. Not only who the suspect is, but who was representing them and where they live. Yeah." 
that was quick. And they were like, oh, there was one, um, I think it was the first reporter, like, Quinn looks, and then he closes it, and then Franny looks, and she's like, is your mom home? Like, is your mom care? It's like, <laughs> oh, and uh, I'm like, ethics, I don't know. I yeah, like, ethics, absolutely. I thought it was that, like, I a regular reporter thing. would be grilling the little girl looking out the window. You know what I mean? Oh, I, I immediately, like, was so hostile towards all of the reporters. I was just like... Yeah, everybody always wants to get that big scoop, and it, yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah, it was so much, and especially because all of this is still early developing news, and then at some point when someone tells you they're not home, you know, but I don't know. I guess they're doing their jobs, but I was just so, I was immediately angry at them. Yeah, and so, so we, okay, so we, we, we touched on this a little bit, but, mm-hmm. you know, then we see the president actually get to her safe house. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, right, yeah. what she's being told, she's like, I need a phone, I need TV. It's like, there's none of that. She gets, she gets introduced to some old lady who, I don't know how this lady's going to play out. I mean, at least in this episode later on, which we'll discuss. She, they touched upon the fact that when she campaigned, she sort of campaigned on the idea of not to sweat, like, the small stuff. And you kind of see her start to question her own platform a little bit. And did she underestimate the threat? And was she making the right moves? You start to see that. Like, the or like, even like just her, her looks and her acting. Yeah, yes, it just kind of looks like it's, it's brewing and everything. Um, so now we know. So we've now we know that the president elect is at her safe house without yeah. any outside communication. She doesn't have her chief of staff. She's still waiting on them. And um, you know, then we go to Carrie. With, I believe the guy's Roger, her friend Roger, you know. Um, Biggest twist of the episode. She's like, okay, so sucks. What's happening now is because I, you know, used the audio that you sent me to get this guy off, and this happened. And he kind of looks at her like, what? What? Um, I didn't break a million laws for you. Why would I do that? Um, that was not me. And then she kind of looks at him with her carry face like, you know, yeah, trying to like yeah. figure out in her head what, and then she start, and then we kind of in our, I feel like me, start to go back like, okay, well, she got it; it was left to her. We kind of just assumed, just that like she him. did, that it was him. Yeah, but now there's this big question mark looming. Uh huh. It's like, yeah, he's just, I kind of just setting up the, cha- I sent it up the chain, but he's like, I wasn't. Yeah, there's no way that. Well, I... from what I kind of got was he almost reported her. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know, I mean, he did, but in my head, I, I don't think he did it with the intention that she was going to get what she wanted. It mm-hmm. was kind of with the intention of this is what she's digging around, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, at some point, either that was the reason that she ended up getting it, or, I mean, someone must have known that that's what she was looking for, which, again, Which goes into the bigger, right, which, like, as you were talking about, conspiracy, conspiracy the theory. the lawyer she's working with, like, who knows this? <laughs> and for a split second, I thought maybe that guy was just lying to her, and he's just covering his own butt. Like, oh, I'm going to tell her it wasn't me. That way, I yeah. cleared. I don't think that was the case. Right. But I don't know. Yeah, it, no, yeah, it's like you, you know, it's like we talked about. It's a, it's a bigger conspiracy. Someone who There's... knew what she needed and had access to it. Those are like, it's. I don't know. It's too many questions. <laughs> it's too many questions. <laughs> it, it is. It is. It is. Um, so and so now now this is now so this is where the throwdown starts happening is um, you know again we we go back to Quinn and Franny mm-hmm. you know and uh, the the babysitter shows Did up. You see how quick though Quinn went into like okay I'm you know kind of you know handicapped and I don't have all my functionalities but he went quick into like survivor defense I'm going to defend this house 
immediately. So do we think... It or, was like reminiscent of old Quinn. I kind of liked that, just for like a few minutes before it got really cray. So, but Okay, before it got a little cray, right? Yeah. So do we think that it's because of his PTSD that it's kind of intensifying like yes. he, about his like how Absolutely. he handles it would, would have handled it a little more rationally because <laughs> he you know because like that you know he like drags the reporter inside you know Tina Myers and he's like who are you you know how'd you get here how'd you get all this information oh and my gosh that scene I, I went from like I just kept reacting because he kept going further and further. So first, he pulls her in. I'm like, Quint, what are you doing? What are you doing? And then he kind of chokes her and he starts asking her. I was like, okay, okay, I get what you're doing. It's a little it's a little aggressive, but fine. He'll release her. And, and I then, mean, no, he doesn't. He keeps going. And then finally, he's going to push her out. And then he <laughs> just tumbles down the damn stairs. <laughs> he just tumbles, yeah, tumbles down the stairs. I promise. I was just like, no, Quinn, you go too far. Why? So, but sometimes you know what she, you know, and she hey, sold deserve that it. fall. She sold <laughs> that fall. I was like, damn, you know, she's gonna be like, I have injuries after this. Oh my gosh, crazy. Yeah, that and was then crazy. Yeah, and then he, well, then he grabs like, you know, so the good babysitter mm-hmm. is just kind of like, what's going on here? And he like grabs her phone and yeah. you know, does the whole like as every but every spy smart. movie, every spy show thing happens. Yeah. You take the phone and you start dismember, you know, and he's like, they're listening. Did you see how immediately though the babysitter just went from like. Oh, Quinn, I don't know if I want to be... Like, it was quick. She was like, I don't want to be around you. I need to take her out. Well, especially, you know, because I think if you're in any situation, um, I don't know how much the babysitter knows about Quinn or not about him, but if you see someone getting manhandled, you know, like, I mean, being grabbed by the throat and then being thrown down by the stairs, even I'm a guy, and even if I saw someone smaller than me, man or woman, doing that to somebody else, I would be a little freaked out, especially if there's a kid, and I'd be like, can I get out of here? I know, and it sucks because in the moment I was kind of like I agree with Quinn I don't think they should go anywhere this was before all of this minute later I was like okay maybe she had a point but at that time there were so many people around there were going to be pictures they might have like pushed her I don't know in my head I got where Quinn was thinking like no you can't go anywhere this is still the safest spot and then people start throwing rocks What's up with that? <laughs> yeah, I, that was a little kind of extreme, I thought. I was like, why is he throwing a rock? It's, but, you know, it's uh, if you were saying you were a little young, I know during 9-11 um, when, people could, mm-hmm. when people really didn't know what what happened yeah a lot of the you know um like people like like you know work at like the 7-elevens like i'm not trying to be racist or anything or whatever mm-hmm. but just a lot of people are like you know we're americans they put up flags to say yeah. dude it's not it's not our people yeah. you know like that type of thing um so it was cr- extreme and i'm gonna just go out and say this whole episode though even though quinn went a little he went extreme he went extreme I still got everything he was doing. Like, yes, he shot at the man who or whoever threw the and, rock. And keep in mind, he's it's, his own home, and someone's like invading it. And I mean, I'm not even a big, I'm not like a gun supporter, but I mean, you're in your own home. Like, you should be a like. There are laws. You can't have a gun in your house, and you should be able to defend it. If someone's throwing rocks, you have a child at home, and there's an escalating situation outside. In my opinion, I was like, he hasn't done anything wrong. Uh, someone I think once told me. Granted, this guy didn't enter the place, uh-huh. but someone said if that someone actually comes into your house and is trying to loot your place, mm-hmm. you have the absolute right to kill them. It, yeah, it depends on your state. And then on top of that, I feel like throwing a rock um, is either assault or battery. But I know it is. It's one of those like already. And again, it could have easily hit Franny. I just and. Later, Carrie points out if he wanted to actually kill the guy, he would have. Yeah, he, yeah. I mean, he, he yeah, shot him. Sh- to yeah, like shot him right in the stop, shoulder. Right. Stop him. Um, 
Um, hey guys, so you're watching After Buzz, and you know clearly <laughs> We're just like into it, yeah. yeah and, you know we we do after shows here. So um, for the fans that uh, not this show, but if you ever watched The Good Wife, uh, you know we wanted to let you know that you know the next show is called The Good Fight, and it stars Christine Baranski, who is in The Good Wife, and it also has the same showrunners. And so we just wanted to let you guys know that new episodes are going to be released on CBS All Access Sundays beginning February 19th, and to start your free trial on CBS All Access, go to cbs.com slash the good fight and uh i'm sure we even have a team here that's going to be covering that at after buzz um yes. so yeah uh, you guys should definitely tune in um, strong women just like in homeland i like yes that. yes yeah, yeah yep absolutely <laughs> i'm all about those shows wait did you watch the show um i caught a few episodes but um i i never got to see the whole thing i always really wanted to because they had tremendous actresses on that show. They so, must. They must have yeah. had. You know, I think. I think Carrie's the the only strong woman that I can handle in, in my, my my TV show watching. So I, I kind of missed it. But for me, it's Carrie and so, Olivia Pope. But check it out. Time. Check it out. Um, so Back here's to the episode. Yeah, yeah. So this is one of the most awesome scenes for me in this episode. Which one? Is when Dardal shows mm. up. To President Keene, you know, and he's got this, like, phone that's like, oh, well, here's your phone now. And your phone does all these things. It has all these, like, security protocols. And then, you know. Suspect with a capital S. From beginning to end of that scene, I was just looking at him, shaking my head. Yeah, he tells her, he's like, oh, you know, uh, President-elect, this is what happened. It was this kid named Sekou and all these things. And he's like, you know, he was in custody. And by the way, it was, you know, Carrie Matheson who helped Mm -hmm. him out. Like, just, (laughs) just letting you know, your friend, you know, he didn't say your friend, but he's basically like, your friend got this guy out. And look, he just blew up some. Yeah, you know, without alluding to the fact that he knows that they're yeah, chummy, yeah. chummy, you know. So it's kind of, you know, it's like, and then it alludes to what you were saying, where mm-hmm. you kind of see like that look on her face or just the information that she's getting. You can see that her mind's working. Yeah, and I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the whole thing was merely a setup to make this scene happen of her being taken away, being put in a vulnerable position, have them li- literally take her off all communication, and then have her be at the mercy of what they give her. You know, and then she's saying, too, um, you know, she wants her TV, not necessarily her MTV, but she wants her TV. <laughs> and uh, that was something even for me when um, 9-11 happened. You know, there, was, there, weren't, there weren't smartphones. Yeah. There weren't a lot of accessible TVs. And uh, I was actually at the airport when all this stuff was going really? down. Yeah, and um, I didn't even get to see half the stuff that happened. I was only being told it by people until, like, later in the afternoon. And 9-11 happened in the morning. Yeah. So I remember I was, I was home from school that day and just spent the whole day watching it in front of the TV. It was crazy. Um, But it's very limited. She didn't even have that at that point. She's literally so dependent on Dar to tell her what's up. It's, I don't know, I just remember I feel like she was probably just again, in a very vulnerable position. That's what this whole thing constructed for her. So here's what's confusing for me is, I mean in this day and age, if we're in a room what are we doing? If we're by ourselves we're looking at our phones. Yeah. So she didn't have a phone. You know, it's no TV. She doesn't have her like her team around her. Her chief of staff's not there. So what did they do? Just give her a book and say, hey, Ped Perez, go into that room and just read a book. <laughs> or is she just pacing back and forth and looking at a window? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure she was bored and, like, probably a million questions going through her head. And, again, the attack, going back to what I said, it really wasn't that big. Was it really necessary to sequester the president's? 
I mean, I don't think Obama got sequestered every, you know, when like the shooting happened in Florida. But or she at and the I want to think. Okay, I don't feel like that. So it just seemed all of it seemed so extreme. Well, okay, so then I want to think um, from what I was at least viewing that she was in New York, and they flew her out of like she wasn't in D.C. Okay, I even understand flowing her out. Really cutting off all of her ties. Well, but see, no, but see, that's the thing. Is this that? Is it? So is it Dar? I think it's him. It's I, right. I mean, he's he's he seems to be the puppet master, right? It like, does. I don't want to say it's him because it just seems so obvious. But it just all signs point to him. Everything. Like, and, and it is points back to him. last week where you know. Carrie and Dar going at each other. It's like, yeah. you back down. No, you back down. Yeah. Or two weeks ago, you yeah. know. So it finally kind of reveals itself why Dar's like, dude, you want to step off. But I almost feel like he did that just to rile Carrie up. It almost feels that way. And again, we can't rem- forget the episode, I think it was the premiere, when he has the meeting with the secret closed door meeting without Saul. I don't know. I it just It just feels like everything was... Completely, even I like I said, I don't even trust the lawyer Carrie was with. Like, I trust nobody. <laughs> okay, uh, I, it's just I what, feel, what, what if Saul showed up? Would you trust him? Saul, maybe, is the only one, he's the um, only one, which by the way, he came back finally. So, so now what's interesting is we see Conlon and Carrie mm-hmm. actually having a talk about this recording mm-hmm. and the actual conspiracy behind, as you said, yes. we'll, we'll we'll call this episode conspiracy, basically, conspiracy um, theory. And, uh, you know, they're talking about the recording. And mm-hmm. she's, like, you know, freely admitting that, hey, listen, yes, you know, I blackmailed you with this thing, but the person that I thought was helping me do this yeah. didn't help me do it. Yeah. That conversation between them was the first time that I didn't think he was just the grossest person ever. <laughs> and I almost was like, oh, I could see them even working together to try to figure out mm-hmm. what's going mm-hmm. on. Or is it going to lead that way? Right. And um, and then he tips her off and says, hey, by the way, have you watched TV? Because uh, they're, the yeah. cops are at your house. Exactly. And that's what that one made me think, okay, maybe you're not like the biggest douche ever, um, even though I still don't like him. But yeah, I feel like he, he didn't seem like he was in on the conspiracy. So I don't know. We'll see there. But um, I, okay, she so, finds out. Yeah, yeah. She finds out. And... Um, before, we, like, you know, we see her rush over there and says, like, dude, cops, you know, this and that. But let's let's talk about uh, Dar and Saul. Yeah. So Saul finally comes back to the States. Hooray. Yeah. I had missed him because <laughs> I, I I said it last week. I felt like his storyline overseas was the least interesting part for me. Um, but he got to disclose, you know, a couple of stuff to Dar, including his cigarettes theory and, you know, We'll yeah, see. I'm still trying to see it, how it's going to tie into the current storyline because I feel like it will at some point. Right? Yeah, no. So yeah, that, so that was so that was the second part. Like seeing you know Dar going into the you know go see President Elect Keen and mm-hmm. saying all the stuff that he said was one big key thing for me in this episode. This was the second part. Like okay. Dar, yeah, because Dar and Saul were so chill. But meanwhile, he's finally explaining the cigarettes because you know we yeah. we got we got a lot of like viewing of you know subtle just kind of like him putting in his pocket and then Saul mm-hmm. picking out a trash. But we didn't have like the big. Con- Context and he was saying, you know, this guy wasn't yeah. in, supposedly wasn't in both rooms, and so maybe he was How playing me. Yeah. yeah, he was playing me. And um, then they also talk about, um, you know, I, you know, hopefully that you know Jafidi yeah. is going to have the answers to like all their questions, and yeah. so they got, they kind of have to just sit there and wait. It's bizarre, and this is where I need helps from the fans because I don't. I'm still trying to figure out how it all ties in because sometimes the stuff with Saul, I'm just like, okay, so who is this person? 
again, I'm, I feel like that's not, I don't know. I don't have much to say about that part just because I'm just like, it's still over my head. I'm trying to figure out. I just like the what, reveal. What it plays in. I liked that. I got that part, but everything else, I'm just like, mm, saw what's happening. Well, at the same, at the same time, <laughs> we, we still like, what? I think we're at episode five. We have at least half a season more to go, so we're going to, uh, yeah, they'll, they'll they slowly peel those layers slowly, for us. Slowly, slowly. We'll peel um, those layers for but us. But I was still happy that he was back in the States because that means he's going to get into action soon. Okay, so finally, like now, you know, we've got the, we're towards the end of the episode, and, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's pretty much a standoff between Quinn and, like, the SWAT team or the task force, mm-hmm. and Carrie's, like, warning people, you know, telling them, dude, you gotta let me go talk to him, and, you know, they're like, no, we're not gonna let you go talk to him, and we start seeing, you know, pieces of Quinn, like, the old Quinn, really, really, really coming back. I mean, these guys are opening up a roof, and I was thinking, oh, dude, he is screwed, and, you know, one guy comes Don't down and... Don't underestimate him. Yeah, and he manages to sit there and just, boom, you know, like, I mean, he's like a half man working. You know, he's got... Yeah. He's got one arm and... That's why I'm always Team Quinn. By the way, I'm, I'm sorry. I feel like my recurring feeling about this episode is... Why is everything so extreme? I don't get the whole police squad situation. I feel like that was, again, an overreaction. Okay, so, first of all, they're just assuming... I mean, well, because you're calling it a hostage situation... Completely based on assumptions because, I mean, I didn't see them as hostages. I didn't. And at the same time, he was defending his place. They sent so many units around for, like, a situation that might have just been, like, a domestic thing. Well, I mean, it I just, think... All of it seemed so extreme. I And the whole time, I was like, can you just, like, carry... Because they eventually let her back into her house. But at first, when she's like, oh, this is my house, can I go through? And they're just like, no, no. And I was like, can you just let this woman get into her home? Why are you... They... It's, it's because presence, it's because the militarization it's be- of it was so I felt like making everything worse. It's because there was a gunshot, though. I mean, I, I don't. I mean, I'm not. I feel I'm like not, that's a weak reason. I'm I, not 100 percent disagreeing with you, but it's it's you know. But that's what we do. We overreact in situations that if we're not sure, we ha- we over, like the U.S. tends to overreact. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing by any means, but that's in, you know, just even people. You know, we we overreact to like certain situations, and so yeah. in this situation, that's um, you know, yeah, they brought up they, they brought up this huge yeah, task force SWAT. I mean, All of it. Like, can you guys just not send an officer to the door to knock and be like, oh hey, what's going on? Well, I, but yeah, again, it's no, a gunshot. I, I got a gunshot to someone who just threw a rock. I just all of it was frustrating to watch, and that's when I started thinking. Conspiracy. I feel like them sending in a task force was part of it. I, I, I was like, otherwise, to me, I mean, maybe it was just how they reacted. To me, it just seemed extreme. I feel like they wanted to send people into the house. I think, no, I think it's just, it's just protocol because they don't know what's going on in the house, you know. Um, and you that's know, cause, fine. Yeah, because Carrie can help. My theory is it's a conspiracy. No, and no, no, that's, that's totally fine. That's totally fine. I'm not, I'm not mm-hmm. you know, saying that's mm-hmm. wrong. I'm just saying that, you know, I think they're just going protocol with that. But we Extreme see, you know, yeah, we see Peter just, like, turn himself into a badass until he. And, and then they got themselves a hostage situation. You know, because he got one of the guys and he strips he, him all of his he strips him all, like all of his weapons. Yeah, he strips him of all of his weapons and uh, and this is an incapacitated Quinn. And then the guy tries to chum him up a little, like, "Oh, where'd you serve?" And I was like, "He doesn't want to hear yeah, any like, of your up. BS right now." <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like, all, "Shut up!" At all. By the way, um, at some point, okay, so they had video. That's why I think I feel like there was ulterior motives. They were have they had video to and they were essentially body cam. Well, he's, body he had cam. a body cam, yeah. No, but like essentially get a scope of what's going on inside. 
right? Well, because like, they know where he's at location-wise. Yeah. Then it makes it easy to sit there and say, like, okay, if we're at, like, the south window or the mm-hmm. south door, he's facing, so he's not paying attention from behind him. So they're like, okay, let's try to sneak in from behind, you know. So, yeah, it's, a, it's the whole, like, act of surprise. I forgot. Also, another reason why I felt like the whole thing was more than just a protocol reaction, before Quinn even takes that guy hostage, they were shooting to aim him, to shooting to kill him. They were like, do you have a clear shot? Do you have a clear shot? And Carrie was, like, freaking out. Like, they were already, like, planning on, like, shooting to kill him before any of that. And that's why I, I just remember having such a strong reaction to feeling like these guys are going overboard and Quinn is still, in my eyes, like, seen as, like, the right side of the law here. He hasn't really broken any laws. Any laws you think he's broken is based on assumption. I just remember, I remember the dots. They were literally aiming to see if they had a clear shot to get him out before uh, any of that. They did. I, well, because you hope that the sensible person comes. Like, it's like, I'm telling you, it's just protocol. You hope that the sensible person comes out. They're about to shoot out, and kill someone and, before they even know? No, but because Carrie also warned them to say he's highly trained. He's highly trained. And by and, and the way that if he can take out one of their, like, you know, they're, they're going to send, like, four guys in there. And he takes yeah. out the first guy. That's a lot. I mean, you see, like, the, the police, uh, the head of the police in chief or whatever, he's like, get him out, get him out. He's, like, really flipping out, you know. It's like, I'm like, dude, he's just one man. You know, he's half a man, actually. So, yeah. Um, mm, <laughs> I was so angry at the, I was so angry at all of the police in this episode. I was like, you guys, you guys. Mm-mm. So, I mean, so in in the end, you know, mm-hmm. they're they're able to, uh you know, get in, and uh, luckily Carrie saves Quinn from being shot. Yes, that was a sweet moment. She covered him with her body. I know for for a little <laughs> bit. I was I was a little like, dude, is this is this where they kill him? I was like, is it this? was it was scary for a minute. Um, and uh, and yeah, so they arrest him. Yeah, and he tries to he tries to you know, of course, conveniently as they do in TV and movies, mm-hmm. it's like, hey, I, I got some. Oh, it's gone. He got it to her. So he figured out a way. Um, and well, he kind of—I think he gets. It's more like he gets—he gets tackled, and so it just—it drops out because you see her like going through stuff later on, and then she sees it and picks it up. Oh, okay. I—I—I I, I know that they tackled him, but I felt like he or still she, or was able. she she yeah they it just as about as he was to show it to her. That's when they came in, rushed, and she jumped on him. He tried to tell her before. Mm-hmm. He was like, "This is what's happening. Let me tell you." There's this man, and I mean, she still keeps looking at him like, no, Quinn, you're crazy. What's going on? She's like, no, he has something. It's viable. He wants to tell you about it. And he's, um, been, and he's been constantly trying to tell Carrie this whole time, dude, something's up, something's I up. I know, I know. It sucks when you're an unreliable witness, though, and you're right. And then, um, you know, so we, so we see, so we see we Quinn get hauled off, and mm-hmm. then now we come back to the president-elect, and we really see what her situation is. Yes. So now, all of a sudden, she's in this place, and she's, wait a minute. I hear a television. <laughs> it's like, that's why I'm like, dude, what were you doing the whole time? Where were you? You know, were you eating a sandwich? I mean, come on. Um, that lady so, did ask her if she needed anything. She probably made her a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. So now she knows that there's something really, really up, and she's been lied to and screwed, and, you know, her chief of staff is still not there, which also kind of goes into that whole thing where I kept saying, is that guy Rob the Mole? Or is he not the Mole? And I still don't know because it could he, got be. cut off it from, could be. he got cut off from her. So, but we think, do you think, I think that definitely Dara Dahl is the puppet master. If he's not the puppet master, he is doing some big, he's in on it completely. And he's doing some big moves to like either get the upper hand with the president-elect or something. Um, I think it was interesting that the one television that she heard was, again, 
the crazy man that we heard from the beginning of the episode. And yeah. that's all of the information yeah. she's getting. Elliot so O'Keefe. Yep. There's a couple of things that went through my head. Okay, so is this what the maid's watching? I feel like it was... What I mean, is that what the situation was? Uh, this was a show that the maid was watching, and then she was like, oh, okay, finally something. Let I, me I watch don't know it. who, or she was like the character, like, Mar- yeah, they called her, like, what? Her name was uh, Marjorie, Marjorie yeah, Deal, and I don't know. Was, I don't know if she was, like, just the house, like, the house lady or whatever. But, but. I don't know. I felt like, and maybe I'm wrong on this, but it, it kind of made me think, like, are they touching on, like, who watches him? Like, it, because she seemed like a normal lady, and then now she's, she's, you know, feeding into all of these extreme views. Um, and they're trying to just kind of say, like, this is how we opened it. This is kind of how yeah. we're going to, like, kind of end it. Or just, like, even with, like, the president and just, you know, the whole idea is that um, she's, you know, she she supposedly stands for all these things, but she doesn't, or she, like, weaseled away. And okay, there was a video that they showed. That was, yeah, that was the video, nuts. The second that came on, I was like, what the so, hell? Uh, yeah, who so, sent this guy So who video is videotaping from president? behind the president of her getting on? What mm-hmm. the heck? I was like, oh, you know what? Um, actually, guys, it's a, uh, it's a, it's TMZ. It was TMZ. That, <laughs> it was TMZ that was there. You know, um, all of it. Like, not only was someone recording her when she's supposed to be hauled away safely with a team of, I'm assuming, Secret Service, but they sent it to this guy. Yeah, it's like who's jacked air. up and like sitting there, like taping from behind Again, the president. That makes me think the whole move was meant to make her look weak. Like, they specifically mm-hmm. want to get a shot. Look at her. She said she was so tough and that these threats are not a big deal. And she runs the first sight. And look, we have video proof. And then again, that's the thing she watches. I, I was thinking, are they trying to tell us something about, like, who watches them? Or did they specifically have that show that they wanted her to see while she was there? I don't think they were that part wasn't That part wasn't intentional, but it was definitely... How do you know it wasn't intentional? Like, really? They're not aware that the one television in the house is playing this it's too, show? It's too, it's, too, it's too convenient, like, timing-wise, for all of a sudden to be like, okay, okay, hit, hit record and hit play, because we wanted to see this. I think it's more, you know, it was just a... I, I feel like they want to kind of break her down mentally, like, have her... Have oh, her, she knows, at this stage now, she really herself. knows. Yeah, she definitely knows that she's getting screwed with. And uh, so, you know, so we, we pretty much end the thing where we end the show with Carrie, you know, putting Franny in a safer place. And mm-hmm. also she finally, Looks you know, out the window. And sees everything that on, on the phone. She the, sees the on the footage, phone, yes. Yeah. All the pictures. And then she looks out the window um, and sees... Not anyone watching, but sort of like through the corners of her eye of the window. And then the little, little crack out there. And then the just little crack, enough, the little crack just kind of comes down. Just enough to make like you be on. like, hmm, are you looking at me? Because I can see you. Which I thought was also like a great way to yeah. end the show. Yeah. For this, for this episode. So. Oh my gosh, it was it was a mu- it was a much it was crazy. I'm I'm like oh. Wait. So okay. So so any um, any predictions for next week? Um, oh my gosh. I don't even I, I don't even know. Um I'm trying to remember what the preview was for next Oh, okay, so she goes and visits Quinn, right? And mm-hmm. um she sees him kinda and then oh, I don't know. I feel like all this episode did was make me suspect everyone, make me think everyone was shady. Um I'm still sympathetic towards Quinn because I feel like he's the one who kind of was the only one who is on Carrie's side and trying to tell her the truth. 
you know, hey, and spoiler for the few, I don't I don't know why you guys wouldn't have seen like the the sneak preview part of next week's, but yeah. but then she you see her with a gun going somewhere. I mean, this is the first time yeah. in a while we actually see her with a gun in this season mm-hmm. because she's been a civilian yeah. and she's going somewhere and then you see someone else with a gun. So, and it didn't look like she was going into that guy's from the from the crazy angles that I saw, I didn't look like she was going to that guy's apartment that lives across the street. Yeah. So I'm so I'm curious to see what that's all about. Um, a few questions. So just stray observations. I thought it was funny when um, Carrie arrives to the house and um, opens the bathroom and pulls out Franny and the babysitter, and the babysitter's like, "I need to text someone," and or she needs to call someone. I don't know. I. I kind of saw it as like a little bit of a comedic moment or like a little relief. Like it's so intense. And she's like, I need to call someone in my head. I'm like, oh my gosh, lady, do you not realize what's happening? Like you're not like that's, I don't know. Well, because I think it's because you're in a situation and you know, I you, don't know what she's she thinking. didn't, she doesn't know she's going to live or die. And then, um, you know, I think you just start thinking about family and everybody else. So I get what she was thinking, but and in my Quint head, took it, her just, phone, so. it seemed so in my head, I, it just, it, it was like a weird line in the middle. That's what I mean. Like, I get what she was thinking. It was just a weird line in the middle of all the craziness. Like, and, and I don't know if anything, it's a reminder of like, there's so much action and drama. And like, this person's just thinking about the one she cares about. You know, it was just, I, I, I don't, I don't like the word comedic, but it just felt like a weird break in the middle of like this high intense action. And she's like, oh, I need to do this. And then she was, I need to call someone. And Carrie's like, oh, well, you could text. I'm like, she still gave her a solution, which I like. That was kind of, <laughs> she's still helping her out in the middle of all the hecticness. Okay. Um, and then um, I read somewhere online that when the president was looking at the video of um, the crazy man, I don't, I don't want to call him a crazy man, but you oh, know, Elliot, the, Elliot, o- Elliot O'Keefe. Yes. Um, that she was almost looking at him with admiration. And I don't know if I got that, but I feel like she was. Kind of like um, what I was saying in the beginning, you kind of label these people as like, oh, they have extreme views. And then at some point, you know, maybe to some people they start making sense. She was kind of looking at him, maybe not with admiration, but like he was starting to make sense with her, which I don't know, maybe could lead into a prediction. Maybe she's going to change her stance. Maybe she's not going to have the same policy or the same approaches that she had in the beginning of the season where she was being consulted by Carrie. Maybe she's going to, I don't know, maybe it'll push her into another direction and another approach. Well, hey guys, you know what? I guess we'll find out. You know, please put in your comments like what you think's going to happen next week and um, we'll be back we'll be back on Sunday again, uh, Leslie and I. So thank you yes, for tuning absolutely. in and um, see you next week. <laughs> Bye guys. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Really, really late. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 